This episode of the Doric Express is brought to you in conjunction with Snoggery Jocks, Quality Bakes, Oat Cakes and Cheese, Plain or Cheesing in Flavours, available in Marshall's Farm Shop, Dosset the Butchers in Kintour, Post Office in Kintour, um, McLeese's in Inverurie, Kemney Farm Shop, and also now in Greens in Inverurie. So, then uh, I hang about, get down to one of these places and grab a packet of Snoggery Jocks, Oat Cakes. Healthy food for you. I know, like it is me, Alan Smith, but we have stories with the day's press and journal on Monday, April 25th. So, front page of paper today is um, Coalition Spirit Lost and Drive to Win North East. So, uh, Labour and the Tories were at loggerheads yesterday over far the interests of the North East at Hert. Um, Anna Sarwar insists Labour's Aberdeen 9 had a positive record in government despite their controversial coalition with the Tories which locked the SNP out of power. Mr Sarver said, I think folk can see there is a positive record of delivery in Aberdeen. He urged voters to send a message to the SNP and Tories, accusing them of inaction over the cost of living crisis. Analysis has shown nearly one in four northeast households live in fuel poverty. Mr Sarwar, first part his manifesto includes a windfall tax on island gas companies, said one of the big frustrations I have is despite Aberdeen being the real driver of our oil and gas industry and energy industry, folk in Aberdeen, as bells, are also gone up. But the Scottish Tories claim Mr Sarwar's windfall tax policy risk harm, harming the energy industry in the North East. MSP Douglas Lumsden said if Labour really cared about the North East, they wouldn't be playing into the SNP's hands by backing the nationalist opposition to the future of North Sea oil and gas. So, this is just... <laughs> <laughs> lots of this, I think, in the run-up to this local elections. <laughs> and um, Oh, if you're like me, you maybe can't wait till they're half finished with It's, um... Goodness, just get a playground and argue in here and they annoy the rest of us. But, um, we'll see if it happens. They'll all have their own say, I suppose, and they'll have folk chopping your door and there'll be leaflets galore coming through. Um, they could save a lot of time and just put them straight into the blue bin, I think. Now, here is an Ellen Instagrammer, skips her way to 14,000 followers. So, Tasman Gray has been jump rope skipping since 2020 and has now looked back since. Last month, the Ellen resident reached 14,000 followers on her Instagram account, having been sharing videos of her new hobby since last year. Speaking in celebration of National Skipping Day, she said it has so many benefits. It's excellent for your core. She said it's really good for your bone density and joint strength and has so many health benefits. The cardio aspect is insane. Boxers do it for a reason. It's just brilliant and it's so much fun as well and there's always uh, things to learn and challenges to do. National Skipping Day has been celebrated since 2002 and aims to raise awareness for the health benefits of skipping. Um, for Mrs Gray, it all began from the 26th year I started looking for something more to do during lockdown. She also wanted to build herself up for long distance running. Uh, beginning, uh, she just did five minutes of jumping for a few days a week uh, she could now easily do two hours without breaking a sweat. Oh my lord almighty. She began to video her routines and her sister-in-law encouraged her to start sharing them online in July last year. Um, so since then, the caseworker for the SNP said she has been overwhelmed by the interest. It's mental to see how many people have an interest in it and like watching it. Um, so 
she says, for anybody who has thought about taking up the sport on National Skipping Day, Mrs. Gray says, don't hesitate. I would definitely say just go for it. She says, just pick up a rope, even if it's just five minutes for a few days a week, you will find it so much fun and it's so good for your health. It's my thinking time and time to switch off. So, well, that's uh, excellent and, uh, you know, great for her. I think if uh, you're going to do two hours skipping, that's a uh, fair go on that. And, uh, you know, good luck there. And if says folks happy to sit and watch somebody skipping, well, that is, um, you know, that's up to them. But um, I think the last time I tried skipping, there was um, about a tsunami doing it with China somewhere, I think. So I had to give up. But um, I might try again. I'll go further up north this time. Well, in the middle of anyway. Now here is the end of an era. is final tractor run takes place. So a group of northeast farmers have completed their final charity tractor event. The Buchan Vintage Tractor Run has raised £116,000 for various good causes over the years with farmers taking their magnificent all vehicles out along some of the area's country roads. But organiser Doug Nichols says all age and 20 years of dedicated service meant he has uh, made the difficult decision to call time on the event. About 30 tractors travelled from Fetterangas to Strachan to Newport Sligo, Mad and the Clochan School in Stewartfield and then back to Fetterangas. Yesterday, Mr Nicol is still finalising the total race from this year's run, which will be split between Buchan Renal Unit Peter Heed and Summer Ward and Peter Heed Community Hospital. Mr Nichols said it went very well and while we didn't have a final total it was worthwhile. Uh, this is the last in as I'm getting too old and we've been doing it for 20 years. Each year you say to end every tractor run, see you next year, so it was sad not to be able to say that today. It is the end of an era. Uh, Mr Nichols has three tractors but admitted he could have had more as he enjoys the vehicle so much. He said they're grand machines, there is always someone who is willing to have a go on them and keep them in good order and there's a a picture of them all, a line of them all going up the road, so um, we'll be tied on them, but we stuck in them, because if you had to get, try and get by 30 tractors, then we'll call luck, but yeah, it looks like a rare day out, and um, it's fine to see how the old boys stood in the park in the news before they set off, and uh, I'll bet the, the you know, the well miss it, but maybe somebody will take it on and, and keep it going for next year, because it seems a bit of a shame to stop, but um, good on him for doing it, and a fantastic amount of money they've the phrase, so um, uh, well done all farmers, never mind the young farmers. Now here is a special plaque uh, to honour Adelphi fire hero, so a plaque was unveiled yesterday to honour a firefighter more than a century after his death in the line of duty. William Fraser was just 28 when, uh, as he was battling to put a large warehouse fire in Aberdeen in 1908. He was knocked off a ladder by debris and fell 40 feet to the ground. Mr Fraser a father to a newborn baby is believed to be the last serving firefighter to be killed in the line of duty in the city. Yesterday, a plaque at Adelphi Court, if it was the scene of the fire, was unveiled after Mr. Fraser's great-great-granddaughter answered an online appeal for relatives to come for it, which has been posted by Ross Urquhart of Central Community Fire Station. Mr. Urquhart said, Red plaques remind us of the extraordinary sacrifices that firefighters make, and we are glad to be able to honour the only firefighter to die in the line of duty in Aberdeen. As an Aberdeen firefighter, I wanted to make sure that William was remembered appropriately. The Red Plaque Scheme, remembering firefighters who died in the line of duty, is administered by the Fire Brigade Union. Uh, Matt Rack, General Secretary of the Fire Brigade Union, said, uh, William left a newborn baby behind and we are extremely glad descendants of his were with us today as we unveil this plaque. And there's a picture of the plaque uh, at the Adelphi. So, um, well, uh, you know. Quite a good idea, and um, you know, glad that he's been remembered because it's um, 
a job that I certainly would not uh, fancy. It's um, a right diddling about with the hoses and nothing that, but going up the ladders, no way. Um, putting up with Christmas lights in uh, two steps up a ladder and uh, got her, and that's enough for me. So, well, hang up, no, 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 thank you. So, well done to them for DNS Black for the money. No, here there's been a Highland crackdown snares a hundred mile an hour driver. So four drivers have been stopped on Highland roads in recent weeks for driving over a hundred mile an hour. Bobbies have revealed they have stopped a significant number of drivers across the north for various driving offences as part of a crackdown. A 24-year-old driving at 126 mile an hour near Maybra was one of the drivers caught, as well as a 26-year-old motorbiker doing 100 mile an hour in the same area. Meanwhile, another 24-year-old man was caught doing 120 mile an hour in the A9 at Arpafili, and a 23-year-old was recorded doing 102 mile an hour on the A890 near Achnasheen. A 47-year-old van driver was also pulled over for doing 98 on the A835 near Garve. Extra patrols have been underway as part of Operation Cedar. All those stopped by Bobbies will be reported to the Procurator Fiscal. Inspector Donnie McKinnon for the Highlands and Islands Road Policing Unit said the force was cracking down on dangerous driving. He says it's extremely disappointing to see there are a number of drivers who continue to take risks and put themselves and others in danger. I would like to reassure our communities that we are committed to improving road safety and influencing driver behaviour in the Highlands and Islands. Speeding and drink driving substantially increase the likelihood of being involved in a collision, with the, the consequences of which can be catastrophic. So please think carefully about your actions and then put yourself and others at risk. So, well, that's a fair old rate of knots to be uh, going along at 126 and 124 Jeep, 120 mile an hour. That's, uh, that's nipping on some, but um, as uh, you know, my dad's old pals used to say, it's all right, you young loons driving quick as long as you don't have a hen with the steering. Very true. Now, I'll just finish up with sport as normal and. Um, you know, obviously normally the back page of the PNJ is Abu Aberdeen, but um, since they've lost again, it's been given over to Cove Rangers, so maybe a sign of things to come. Um, anyway, Chairman dedicates Cove title win to Dad. So Cove Rangers Chairman Keith Moorhouse dedicated their League One title success to his late father and hopes he was watching on. Cliff Moorhouse was a fervent Cove fan and took Keith along to games as a child. The Moorhouse name is synonymous with Cove. Uh, Keith has been chairman for more than 20 years, and his son Grant is also on the board of directors. Um, it was an emotional day for those closely connected with the club as the 1-0 win over Dumbarton sent them up to the championship. So absolutely tremendous for them, um, you know, brilliant effort. And what a few seasons they've had, they've been near that long ago. They were in the Highland League, and now they're in the championship. And, uh, you know, it's in a, you know, and with the realms of possibility that, um, you know, there'll be Aberdeen derbies in the near too distant future. We... Um, if Cove get promoted again, but anyway, fantastic effort, good luck to them in the future, and um, you know, congratulations, just new, fantastic. But uh, still, we must say, come on, Aberdeen. Now, that's me, Dumfrey, now, just a wee book of stories out of the day's Press and Journal on Monday, April 25th, 2022. So, a very uh, pleasant kind of day in Aberdeen today, isn't it? Sunny, but it was uh, quite... Well, fair, I suppose you'd say. It was um, a wee bit overcast, but uh, on the whole, pretty decent. So, um, no complaints at that. Um, and uh, thank you very much for listening to this podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. If you did, it'd be great if you could uh, 
tell a pal, an acquaintance, an old workmate, or a new workmate, or um, somebody you used to care and you hadn't spoken to for a long time, somebody who's maybe in the hospital and bored out their brains, or um, <laughs> somebody that's uh, in an old folks' home maybe, and we'd like to maybe log in noon again if you can get them rig it up with how to listen to it, as they just be tipped up. And if um doesn't matter for the bide, Aberdeen to Adelaide, now we on a tween with no um, objections to anybody listening to Doric Express. Except uh, Mr. Putin, of course. So if uh, if you do have Ken or somebody, please let him Ken and um, they can muck up their own minds once they've listened to about a hundred of the back episodes. That to just be tipped up. Thank you very much. Cheers now, to Lou. Don't forget now, get your snockery jocks in the Marshall's Farm Shop, Dorset the Butchers in Kentor, a post office in Kentor. Um, Greens in Inverurie now, and uh, McLeish is in Inverurie, and Kemne Farm Shop. So, even the excuse, some of that places must be aside yet. So, um, try it with a packet of Snockery Jocks, quality bakes, delicious oat cakes.